The Captain Talk Flicks. The Captain Talk Flicks. Movie, TV, Sports, and Flicks. Movie, TV, Sports, and Flicks. The Captain Talks Flicks. Welcome to the Captain Talk Flicks Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Cortez. A.K.A. Mr. Love. And this is where we talk flicks. Welcome to the podcast. The podcast with me, the captain. It's about movies, TV, sports, flicks. Anything you see in the tube or screen, i like to get on here and give my unique perspective. Because after 45 years of being on planet Earth, I've developed a unique perspective about these movies, TV, sports, and flicks. And let's get in here and tell you about it. Because just maybe, just maybe you care. And according to the stats... Looks like you do care. I want to give a big shout out to Mexico, Mexico, Mexico. We got some plays over there this past week. Gracias, gratitude. Appreciate the listens. And I was on the web and I saw that I saw there's like a giant sinkhole down there somewhere. Like it was huge. All right, so you guys out there, if you buy there, be safe, be careful. Look kind of dangerous, so be safe. Uh, appreciate your listens, uh, Mexico, gracias. And just FYI, back day was school to be a radio DJ, but never got a job. I think I might not have had the desire. I don't think I really wanted it. I don't think I had the desire. I thought I had the desire, but I don't think I really had it. Because if I really had the desire, probably would have became a radio DJ. I didn't. But that did allow me to become the greatest podcaster in the multiverse. So I'm just in debate. Maybe true. Might not be true. But I said it on the internet. So it's got to be true, right? Because everything on the internet is facts. I'm pretty sure that's not true. I'm like 99.9% that everything on the internet is not true. Pretty sure that's true. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. Just be careful. Be cautious. Um, just you know, watch what you read. Watch what you learn. Just be mindful of what you what you look at. So, anyways, I might ramble here all day, but I won't. Let's get right in the podcast. But first, a word from our sponsor. So, ladies and gentlemen. I have now entered the world of YouTube. That's not true. I've had a YouTube account for like a decade, but I don't really use it. But in the last year, I've been putting random videos of my songs on YouTube. So if you want to see the visual representation of some of my songs, if you heard some of my songs, you check out the YouTube channel. I'll put the link below. It's my personal YouTube channel, the Captain Che Cortez's channel. So I'll put the link below and you can check out some I'll be honest with you. They're strange. <laughs> they're, they're weird. It's just like when I get into the recording space and I make the videos, I just do what comes to me, right? And these visual representations of music is what comes. So check it out. Put the link below. My YouTube channel. Link below. Go to watch some weird videos, some cool songs. You never heard nothing like it before, guaranteed. Never seen it like it before, guaranteed. Put the link below. Check it out. Now let's get on with the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I spent a lot of time over the last 45 years watching movies, right? A lot of movies, tons of movies. And generally what I found is that as time has passed, as I watch more movies recently, it seems like I just can kind of know where the story's going to go. You know, the, the, the movies are made a certain way these days. Where they're, I don't want to say they're predictable, but they're, they're kind of, I kind of know where they're going a lot of times. I don't know where they're going. I know what to expect. 
it's very, I've said this before, it's very rare that I'm really genuinely, really surprised. There's been a few instances. The, the Marvel's um, Infinity War was one of them. Terminator 3 was one of them. There's another one too. There's a, there's a few that I can count where like, when I saw the ending or something happened I didn't expect at all. Those are just two to, 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 to come to mind. But over the over time, most of the time, most of the movies I saw, I kind of, I know where we're going with this. But um, watching stuff from back in the day, watching stuff from that way back in the day, it doesn't, I don't know what to expect. Because the movie making was slightly different. So um, I watched Three Days of the Condor over on HBO Max um, a day ago, a couple days ago. And let me say this. This was definitely one of those instances or situations where I had absolutely no idea what was going to happen in the film at all. And I absolutely loved it. I heard I heard that people said this movie's great. And I don't know specifically why they say it's great or specific reasons. But what I liked about this movie, not only was it a spy movie, about the CIA and all that, that's cool, you know all the spy flicks. But also I liked was the unpredictability of what was going to happen. I had no idea what to expect. I know where this film was going. Because I'm so used to modern films where I can kind of lay out and predict. This one was so unpredictable. You know, this, this one came out a year before I was born. I was born in 76. This one dropped in 75, September of 75. This movie was made before I even existed. It's fantastic. And um, I could not predict it, what was going to happen at all. It was so good. I was so sucked in. I know a movie's good when it sucks me in. Like, I was tuned out everything else. Like, I had a dark room. I was eating some Pringles. I was eating Pringles. And if you know the, if you know this podcast... You're gonna, if you've listened to this podcast before, you, if you're a, a, a hardcore listener, you've listened to many of these, you probably know why I was eating the Pringles. I'm not going to say nothing more than that. But I was eating a can of Pringles. And I don't get paid for them. It's not an advertisement of a product place. I might get paid. But if you know the story of Pringles because you listen to this podcast, you know. But that's, I was eating Pringles. Watching this film. And I was just so, it just sucked me in. And part of it was the unpredictability. But also part of it was the fact that Robert Redford... Faye Dunaway is like the main stars of this film. And their performances, we know them now as being great actors, right? We know they're good now. But even but that greatness was shown back then. Because the way they were acting, it just seemed so real. And I'll be honest too, like, something about this Three Days at the Condor, it just seemed realer in their performances, more authentic, more true to life than some of this current stuff I watch. I don't. I don't know why that is. I'm not. I can't. I'm not. I'm not into acting. I don't act. I don't really don't know the specifics of how acting works. I don't. I don't. I don't know the, the the mechanisms or the processes. But something about these roles that Faye Dunaway and, and Redford were doing, they were just so believable. Like I almost thought the choices they made in the film were like true to life. If someone really lived that and went through it, like that's how they would react. Right, they they would react in that manner. The the character, the two characters, they just felt so real and so so. Just, I just I can't explain it because I don't have the terminology for it. But I felt their performances. And I've talked about this podcast before, like powerful performances where you can feel them. I so felt, I so believed it. 
I so felt it. I was so in that world. Now it's in 75. I wasn't born until afterwards. I am familiar with the technology a little bit, the way the society was in that time, because I did come up in that area a little bit. But, I, but it's, I'm kind of far removed from that, so I kind of forgot. But even though I'm not, you know, remembering the 70s that well, I almost felt like I was in it. I almost could feel it. That the buildings, the cars, the technology, the people, the dress, it was so awesome of an experience. Now, I'm not a time traveler, but I felt like a time traveler. It almost felt like time traveling back to the 70s. The speaking, the terminology, the clothes, the, the, it's, yeah, it, just, it was great. And it was a spy flick. I mean, I'm talking about those other stuff. It was a spy flick as well. And also one additional, one additional uh, interesting thing is like the, the role that Robert Redford plays is like, they, they talk about it. It's like, all he does is read books, right? He works for the CIA and just reads books and figures and thinks about things, right? So... All I do is read books. So back then, I could have got a job with him. Because I read books all day. I'm reading all types of books. I even know they had a job back then. If this is true to life, it may not be true to life. But I did hear that uh, CIA guy, Richard Helms, did consult on the film. So there's probably some authenticity to it. So this guy just reads books, reads about tons of stuff. I'm like, that's all I do. (laughs) All I do is read articles and magazines and books all day. And that's what Robert Frederick does. It's his job in the CIA. Like, bro, I could have been doing that. <laughs> and what's interesting is he goes ahead with some professional espionage gate game player, gate game pl- great game players. And he holds his own. Just a guy that reads books, right? He reads books. He just read books. Read in them books. And he was able to hold his own in the world of Wilderness of Mirrors when he had to go walk and, and play in that real theater, right? Very interesting take on the spy film. I understand why it's, it's been people talk about it all the time. It is great. I was glad I was able to plunge into that story and just just watch. It was so great of an experience. I loved it. Now I had to watch it in two parts because I watched it late at night, so I was starting to fall asleep. It's not because the movie was boring. I was just exhausted from the day at work, so I saw like the first hour and the second hour. I wish I would have watched it all together. But no matter what, this film was still great. Now, I talked about Redford on this podcast before. I talked about there's this movie that came out maybe a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. I remember what year it was. And I saw the first five minutes of it, right? I can't remember the name of it. I don't remember what it was about. But Redford was sitting at a, like a, like a, in a restaurant talking to somebody, right? First five minutes of the movie. And like in that first minute, he just sucked me into that, that character, that role. I just felt it. And I rewind to 75, like he's a lot younger, right? But he still had that same power as an actor, that same it, that same thing, the same whatever he got. He had it way back then, because when I'm watching Three Days of the Condor, same thing happened. At first, I'm kind of like, eh, I'm not feeling this. I think after the first 10, 15 minutes, all of a sudden, boom, I was all in. I was sucked in. And Redford had a big role in that. Just something about the way he acts. I should study acting so I can learn what does Brad, 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 Brad Redford actually have. What does he got? Can you teach that as a teachable? Or he just got it. And Faye done away as well. I'll be honest too. I kind of, I only watched this movie for two hours. But I kind of was falling in love with Faye Dunaway. <laughs> That's how good her performance was. It was like two hours. It was only two hours. And how good she was at acting. I was falling in love with her. <laughs> Seriously. I was like, oh my gosh, I love this woman.
that just shows the power of their acting skills. So anyways, bravo, Robert Redford, bravo, Faith. Anyway, bravo the rest of the cast. The hitman, I think he's a hitman or assassin. His performance was superb as well. I can't remember his name. All the acting was was, was really good. Very, very believable. You know, the, the tech is old. It's old time. But it doesn't matter. It was still such a great flick. You should check. If you were into spy flicks and you have not checked this out, you need to check it out. I can't believe this took me this long on the spy movie journey to actually check that out. I probably should have been watching that years ago. So there's another great flick, spy flick. It just, it's, just, it's a classic. I'll call it a classic. There's a reason it's probably still available on streaming services because it's good. So check it out. You want a nice spy flick, like a little bit of love story in there as well. Some real, real great acting. Check it out. Three Days of the Condor. Probably will not be disappointed. Put away all your disbelief. Put away all your preconceived stereotypes and notions. Get some popcorn. Get some Pringles. <laughs> get some water. Get some pop. Get some coffee. Whatever you drink. Whatever you eat. Sit in your favorite chair. Turn off the lights. Get the neon lights. Turn them on. And go on a nice spy journey. Take away all the tr- the, the, the drama and, the, and all the BS. All this pandemic. Just put that aside. Let's go on a nice ride. Nice spy flick with Redford and Dunaway. Beautiful. Fantastic. Bravo. Love it. Yeah. It's great. So anyways, that concludes the podcast. Appreciate you listening. Gracias, gracias, gratitude, gratitude. And until next time, we'll see you. Where you start is not as important as where you finish. Zig Ziglar. Until next time, it's Captain Peace. The Captain, the Captain Talks, Talks Flicks. Flicks.